Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Okay. I think I, I think I got it. We good? Yeah. Alright. Ready or not, here we go. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve and here with me is Kevin. Hey guys. Andy. Hey now. And Ian. Hey, what's up guys? Hey, this is episode two sixty two, my fair maiden. M E two six two. Mm, That's my yeah. 1940s reference for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Let's catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? I would like to go first. Do it. Because it's very simple. Kind of like me. I simmed Friday night and I shoveled for the rest mm. of the week. Because in a week's time here in North Jersey where I've been most of my life, 50 something years. Uh-huh. Really haven't seen 4 feet of snow in a week. Ooh. Yeah. It was freaking crazy. Monday, Tuesday this time last week, we had uh-huh. probably I don't know, 30 inches of snow, then it snowed again on Friday, which was like another 6, and it snowed about another 6 today. So Damn. it's um I think it was 32, so it's roughly around 4 feet. Yeah. Oh, wow. Holy shit. And I'm Sick and tired of it, as you can imagine. I come home, I shovel, uh, and that's <laughs> it. That's all I've been doing. But sim night was good, man. I had, a, I had a really good time sim night. I took a screenshot of a couple of guys that were in there during the night. Steve uh, Shaw was there. Uh, Mr. Andy Ross himself was there. Woo-hoo. Uh, Jared was there. He was, uh, he, sh- is that the guy that shows up from the bar? Like he owns a yeah, bar. Shows up? Mm, yes. I think, <laughs> I think maybe him. I don't remember one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's him. Uh, McToon was there. McToon Jr. Was there. And, uh, Kevin McGrady showed up. I think, uh, Ian was there and, uh, didn't, um, didn't Dan show up too at one point? I thought I heard Dan's voice real quick. Yes. He was there. And I saw Brent Gottlieber flying. He was on the Discord, too, but he wouldn't. I tried to talk to him. He wouldn't answer. Yeah. He may have had his mic turned off or something. Yeah. It was, it was a good session, though. It was a lot of fun. I heard the Satinder got on later. and Ian, was it you that was saying? You guys were talking to like, 1.30 in the morning? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was uh, me, Satinder, and Devin. We were all on there late. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. We had a special guest. I was just going to say that, Andy. Yep. Our special guest was from all the way on the other side of the planet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Alex Genovese Jr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. And he was, was talking cool. uh, a bunch, man, giving us the lowdown. From yeah, Denver. that was cool. Yeah. He was clear on the other side of the planet. We could hear him better than Shaggy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, shit. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> uh, we couldn't believe it. Nice. No, Alex yeah. is cool. He, yeah, um, yeah. Congrats on the congrats. XO Power thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of why it came on. I think uh, was it Devin? Yeah, Devin. Somebody called him, told him to join on. Yeah, it was Frank. Frank was there also. Frank was there. Nick DiPaolo showed up too. I think at one point. Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot about him. But it was great to talk to Alex, man. 
for a little bit. Yeah, yeah he's a cool guy. Awesome. And uh, yeah, he's just going on and on about Urcha because that's where I met him for the first time, Urcha, uh, uh-huh. twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. It was uh, good to hear him. Somebody said, uh, "How drunk is Kevin? He sounds like an Australian." I think at one point, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Nope, not tonight." <laughs> yeah, but, uh, dude, that's my week. I haven't done anything. I gotta buy something, Steve. I gotta buy something. What can I buy? I gotta buy something to put together. You know what you gotta get is the raw. The raw. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna tell me to buy a shovel. <laughs> uh, you would have got plenty of that. I mean, obviously. <laughs> I got two shovels and uh, and it's just me here shoveling. I actually told the wife she's got to come up, out and help me, and she was like, "Really? Do you want me? Want me to come out and help you?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, really? Uh-huh. Do you want me? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. This remember? is where you say, no, honey, I got it. And I was like, remember when we were dating and you couldn't wait to come out and help me? She's like, yeah. Because <laughs> that ship has sailed. So uh, <laughs> She's actually in Florida this week, which I think nice. I mentioned last week. I was like, you picked I a bet- great week to go because it's done nothing but snow up here. Yeah, it's going to say, I bet she doesn't have to shovel at all down there. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Not at all. So who wants to go next? I wish I did some flying. I mean, I kind of did. And uh mm-hmm. been having some fun on the sim. Been really working on my inverted autos, and they're getting better. So is my pirouetting funnels, but uh, nice. got to get out in the real world, dude. Got to do it in the real world. Yeah. yeah. I'll go next. I want Steve to go last because he's got a lot to talk about. Okay. I put the Switch 553 blades on the Oxy 5. Nice. Uh, the ones I finally got that the postal service found. Apparently, <laughs> took 15 days to get my two-day oh my priority gosh. package. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Did it arrive safely though? Yeah, yeah, everything was there fine. It, it was just funny because I looked at it and I, you know, I didn't know. I thought maybe shipped it, you know, the cheapest way or nothing. Uh-huh. Right on the top front of the box, yeah. two-day priority. <laughs> I was like, well, fuck me. Uh-huh. But everything was good. Put the blades on there. I mean, they're blades. They fly. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about it. I don't think I like them hardly as good as the Cyclones. But, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to think about that since the Cyclones are unicorns. So I'm just yeah. going to forget about yeah. that. And be happy with what I've got on there. I'm still running the 550 Lynx blades that came with it. And that thing's those are great. I like those. Yeah, not bad. Nice. I don't think they're real expensive. I don't think they're high end either. But uh, yeah, they're, they're probably good either. average blades. Yeah, yeah. Um, I worked on the camper some. <clears throat> I finally got it in the shop to get some stuff done done on it. Get ready for the chill out. The thing the camper hasn't moved since last February. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, because I didn't do uh, any events last year. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to get some, uh, put some heating pads on the tanks and replumb the the stuff a little bit so that I can use it in cold weather. Um, the way it is now, the the stuff will freeze up. It's super cold and it's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. So hopefully I can get that done in time. I ordered stuff uh, yesterday. So hopefully it'll get here this week and get it installed and 
everything put back together. If not, then I guess I'll just have to put it back together and go without it. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Let's see. What else did I do? Uh, I simmed on Friday, like Kevin was saying. Uh, that was a lot of fun, hanging out with the boys. Yeah. And I did some flying today as well. I got three flights in today. Nice. Uh, in, in between. Yeah, I did a bunch of autos. Um, just, I don't know, having fun. Did circuits, practicing my weak orientations, like right rudder. Uh, let's see, right rudder backwards stuff and right rudder inverteds, inverteds, inverted stuff is a little bit weak. You know, the turns like in funnels and stuff. Yeah. So worked on those a little bit, trying to practice up a little. Since I haven't flown a whole lot, I didn't want to go to the chill out and look like a complete dumbass. So I've been trying to practice. Nice. Yep. But other than that, just hanging out. Been doing a lot of work stuff here lately and other stuff going on. It's been keeping me stressed out and occupied. So it's not always good, but, you know, it is what it is. Yep. So, Ian, what have you been up to, bud? Uh, not a whole lot. Um, simmed on Friday, which was a lot of fun. Definitely a late night. Worked on... Uh, you know, my half Pyro still and kind of figured out how to do the Mobiuses. So that was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Uh, nice, dude. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's sloppy, but, um, it, it, it's getting there. I, I'd like to at least try to do the half Pyro's at the RCHO. Um, and then, uh, like I said, it was a late night. We were, I think we were up until like one thirty central, on Discord, it was just me, uh, Satender, and Dev and McClellan. We were just bullshitting about Nitro and then just whatever. Damn, dude. That's like 2.30 Eastern, I think. Right? <laughs> yeah. Must be, nice. Must be nice not have to get up in the morning. Oh, it was so nice. <laughs> I, I, love sleep- I love sleeping in. But, um, yeah, we uh, had a bunch of snow probably equals up to I don't know probably four or five inches but it was just it's so freaking bitterly cold over here that just throwing salt on it it just melts it and then it freezes right back up so driving driving all weekend was a bitch um Super Bowl was uh uh, I'm not gonna muddy up the waters there uh but made good money on that on the Super Bowl got Got home early enough to watch the second half of the game and then get dis- disappointed. Which, uh, by the way, Shaggy did win his bet. Uh, we uh, we bet who would try to win, and uh, the bet was loser buys a, a gallon of nitro. So I got him a, a gallon of thirty percent full full fuel. Wait, you bet on who was going to try to win? Because <laughs> I think they both try to win. Yeah. Well. Get uh, bet on who wins, and of course, I I rooted for the Chiefs, and he was betting on Brady, and of course, he won. So, okay, I see. I did not. I did not watch the Super Bowl at all. Yeah, me either. I never did care. I did hear that somebody said on Facebook. I don't know whether it's true or not. I mean, in this day and age, you don't know what's up is down and down is up. <laughs> but I I saw something on Facebook that uh, 
groups were claiming Tom Brady is racist because he won the Super Bowl. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> I saw that on Facebook. That sounds like satire, but that's pretty funny. It sounds like satire, but mm, like I said. That sounds like an onion story to me. I hear the craziest things. And this is why my wife goes to Florida without me. <laughs> I don't blame her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, went ahead and bought Shaggy a gallon of nitro. And then uh, other than working all week, I've been kind of slowly uh, packing my suitcase for RCHO. Uh, today I ended up, uh, ordering myself a, uh, case for my V control. That way I can shove it in the suitcase with no problems whatsoever. Um, and then had, had the Jeep looked at today, which I've got a few things to do before the summertime with that. Uh, got to replace, uh, both the wheel hubs in the front. So that's going to be a fun one. Oh, geez. Well, that was it's the last little bit of the front end that I have to replace, you know, from the front end, pretty much eating itself alive. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you got to figure that thing was probably going out of alignment, you know, constantly, whoever had it before me. And then me, I find out like six months after I owned it that, Oh, my tires are like half bald, literally. Oof. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I imagine those bearings were done. Other than that, that is that is pretty much my week. Cool. Oh wait, one more thing. I did. Uh, I did get a OS thirty seven for the shuttle. So nice. Oh, cool. Wow, nice, yeah. dude. Where did you find that? Um, somebody I know here in my uh, kind of my local area. He's got like a bunch of them, and he's like, "Well, I've got one that's new, but it's not in the box," and he shot me a deal for it. So that's sweet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same size uh, engine. I mean, as far as the, the external specs of the motor, it's the same size as the 32. So just a, a fraction bit more power than what's in the shuttle right now. Not to mention brand spanking you. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That helps. <laughs> nice. All right, Steve, how's your week? Uh, Boring. All right, so let's move on. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so, yeah, I got the raw. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it every time I hear it. quick on it tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, um, I built it up. I uh, did a build video. Took a lot of pictures. You know, kind of tried to create some content for that. It's, just, it's a pretty cool heli. It's uh, interesting. Um Interesting take on how they do like a pod and boom, you know, how SAB does a pod and boom. So try to capture that and stuff. So I don't know. Hopefully it came out good. Hopefully people are enjoying it. Uh, and then beyond that, let's see. The weekend, um, I did not sim. Um, and then I went flying on Saturday. Went to my first uh, club meeting at Ooh. the new club. Okay. So that was interesting. It was outside because of COVID. So that was very interesting. Um, it wasn't too cold or anything, but yeah, it was just weird. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so used to doing like those club meetings inside, you know, that yeah, it's weird doing it like outside sitting in their car- carport, but yeah, it was fine. Um, so that main day, you know, going out there was to main the, the raw. 
it's like, okay, got to check everything. And I had to do a final setup on it because I didn't get a chance to do the, the pitch, you know, and the eight degrees and stuff like that. So I kind of just did that at the field. I got that all set up, but I was like, yeah, before I fly this, let me get a flight in, see how the weather is, see how the, you know, the wind is and everything. So I flew to 580 a couple of times. But um, when I tried to start it, well, it's, this is actually before I tried to start it, I tried to put my you know, starter together, like Sullivan starter wand. Um, I think they call it like the heli extension wand or something like that. Um, the red one, you know, I tried to put it together into the one way and I'm like, it won't go in all the way. This is weird. Hmm. I look in there and I'm like, oh, I see a couple of little lines in there, like little rods. Okay. <laughs> I knock it out on my hand and all the, the whole one way bearing just fell apart in my hand. Like just oh. all of it just came out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, ah, oh, man, is there enough in there to still grab? And I put the thing in there. It's like, nope. <laughs> it can spin clockwise, counterclockwise. It doesn't matter. It's no longer hooked up. So I'm like, all right, I don't have a starter now. Uh, Lamont, one of the club members, left to go pick up his dog, and he was coming back. And I was like, dude, if you're going to swim by your house, bring your nitro starter. He brought it, but it had alligator clips on it. <laughs> he didn't have... Uh, you know, had the time to like solder in a regular battery, you know, connector. So I took my, my charging leads. (laughs) I had Jung hold the the two alligator clips and clip it on and hold that while, and the battery, I guess. And while I started it, but you know, (laughs) we kept it safe. You should have clipped it to your car battery. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like that's, over there i want to start the heli like here you know <laughs> so but uh yeah we got started and yeah i flew that i really enjoy flying the 580 it is, it is such a good flying helicopter i am going to stretch it to a 600 and see what that feels like but and yeah i mean not stretch it but put the 600 blades on and the uh the the main gear the main pulley i think i'm swapping that out to to make it run a little bit Slower for the 600. Well, dude, if it's such a good 580, why would you want to change it? Or you just want to try it? I just want to try it out because I want to see if it's maybe better. Oh, yeah. True. Like, you never know. It might be better. And you're like, damn, I never tried, right? So, if anything, I'll just slap the 580, 570 blades right back on it, if anything. You know? Cool. And the gear. But but I did made in the raw. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I got a double one on that, huh? Nice. <laughs> uh, and it was successful. Nice. It didn't eat itself. It, it didn't crash. It didn't, you know, I didn't do anything stupid. Yeah, it was fun. Um, we'll talk about, should I talk about that now? Or should I, like, about my thoughts or anything with the maiden? I don't know. Or we want to talk about it in the main topic? We'll talk about it in the main topic. All right. I want to talk about it tomorrow. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's roll into the main topic. Yes. Air maiden, huh? So what are we mm-hmm. talking about? Maidening, right? What we do when we yes. do we have any rituals that we do when we maiden something? Is there anything we should do? I'm sure there's a lot of stuff I should do that I don't do, and I'm gonna probably learn a lot. I mean, I grab so, a bottle of champagne and throw it at my heli. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
What is that called? That's called something, ain't it? Well, Person. it's a model. It's a model aircraft, Ian. So you got to use one of those airplane bottles. Smash oh it yeah. Over. Yeah, there we go. Do you name name it too, Ian? I uh, christen the the uh, christening. That's it. Whatever. Yeah. Got to do that. Uh, yeah, but like most of the helis I did, you know, I used to name my helis. You know, give them like you know slutty stripper names, nicknames, but not anymore. <laughs> do you guys name your helis? So I know a lot of people do. No. The six ninety and the oxy five. That's all I yeah. call them. Yeah. It becomes too. nicknames of their names, you know. A lot of people like to give them like name names. No. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I mean some people name their cars. I'm not a car namer, you know, so I wouldn't yeah. name my Hellies. I don't name anything. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I hope you named your kids. I don't name inanimate <laughs> objects. Well, I, I, I named both of mine, or else they would have been named after Kardashians. <laughs> Minor name. <laughs> Daughter and son. That's their name. <laughs> Jeez, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad you didn't have a second daughter or a second son. Because oh, the daughter makes... one and daughter two. Yes. <laughs> Until I was 12 years old, I thought my name was Jesus Christ and my sister's name was Get the Hell Over Here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a little off topic there. but So what do you guys, uh, how do you guys get ready for a meeting? Do you do anything? I don't do fucking shit. I just go out and start flying. What about your uh, your tune? What like, about it? I don't do, do you, shit. Do for you the tune main your helicopter? Concept. Nope. I don't know. I usually. I mean, I don't. I don't have much experience except for the Glogo, and I've had a lot of help with that. But if it's electric, I usually don't have it crazy head speed and don't have it really low. It's kind of some somewhere in the middle. Uh-huh. You know to start off with say a little prayer and uh usually the first thing i do after i hover it is bring it back down and adjust the the blade tracking because that's usually off (laughs) even (laughs) no matter what i do really to get that right yeah it's always off wow and i make the i i have a little caliper and everything and i try and make them the same yeah it's always off slightly like by one turn okay yeah i don't do any of that I just hit the defaults and I put it up and I start flying around. Yeah. yeah. And usually like the first thing I do is do a super wicked overspeed. And if it survives that, it's good. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So far they've all survived. So no pre-flight checks. No. No well, I mean, I checked it when I was building stuff. it. Well, that, I mean, I, that's part, I do that when I set it up, but I do that inside the house, like on the bench. Yeah, you know, I can remember doing that inside, but also like getting a model ready and then oh, just bring it. As soon as I plug in, yeah, I wiggle it. And, you know, yeah, <laughs> wiggle it. Yep. Yeah, you know, forward, back, side to side. And you're like, okay, yeah, tail, yeah. just to make sure compensating in the right direction. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to double check, mm-hmm. but I don't usually think to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you you mentioned a part about default, right? Uh, tuning. I mm-hmm. I do the same thing. I don't actually change anything not even rates or style or any of that stuff um i don't guess on the head or tail like i leave whatever the neo default wants for a 700 i leave that as my baseline mm-hmm. um okay i mean it's always a good place to start and then you can adjust it from mm-hmm. there right yeah and i i th- well i i think my f- for the first half of the flight 
And I know, Steve, I've seen you. I'm just going to hover it. And then <laughs> second half of the flight is insane. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, right? It, the, really, you just want the 10 seconds of hovering to know and the tail, right? To see if the tail's holding. I yeah. think that's the main thing for me. It's like the hovering part and like pitch bumps and stuff like that are just for me to know is the tail going to hold. Right. And I think that what I do is I'll maybe fly around and do like a figure eight or whatever upright, make sure everything looks good. Because I've had uh, had tail issues. Uh-huh. Uh, what did I made in that I had a, a screaming? I think it was the 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 scale helicopter, that four fifty scale that I had was kind of screaming. The tail was a little little weird uh, flying around on the maiden, so I had to adjust that. But uh, any of the other helis have been fine, and it's like you get a couple of uh, maybe a minute flying around, kind of conservatively and then i just I'll, I'll start doing a few different things not getting too crazy me okay. personally i like doing a couple of uh test flights before i actually go ahead and do a maiden um wait, uh, last wait wait wait, wait what <laughs> yeah what the hell <laughs> i, I want to know how you do that yeah, yeah. How, well, how do you fly it before you fly it well just kind of test it out, do like, you know, a couple hovers. I mean, I'm a big fan of doing that before I actually just go ahead and like burning a whole pack on. Yeah, well, well, technically you're hovering the maiden then. Yes. Well, the reason I, I, I'm kind of a fan of that because um, it's like, for example, last year with the Drake, I went to, you know, I had just gotten it set up and everything. And it was before the winter bash. I mean, it was like a month before the winter bash. Went to go flying with Keith and then just go ahead and, you know, do a maiden on it there and i had test hovered it out in the street the previous night before and it did just fine and then i get out to the to the field and go to you know just do a test hover you know just kind of try everything out mm-hmm. and the tail goes like stupid violent it just it was like a seriously crazy uh tail wag could not figure out what it was and it's like you know, when it started wagging out, it just, I had no control of it. And I just shut it down, took it home, and pretty much found the cause of that, which was a, uh, the brand new servo lead I had just bought, you know, for the extension. The, the servo, uh, extension was bad. There was a bad connection. That's what caused it. So it's like, mm. I, I like doing a couple, you know, good test hovers, you know, yeah. Just to make sure everything is working properly before I go and dump an entire pack on it. Yeah, okay. and you know, I know we're not talking about airplanes, mainly helicopters, but uh, one thing I learned from Mike D, and especially was on like large balsa planes, and I don't know how many listeners we have that are doing that besides Chris Breams, but uh, Mike told me that, and especially on nitro, you know, or uh, or gas engine planes that uh to to fly it around on your maiden is great uh you know you get one flight in you get two flights in and then definitely stop and check all the bolts because he said that Mm -hmm. time after time what he learned through the hobby was you know yeah the engine's flying great i'm gonna fly it again and then a bolt comes loose and it's now Mm -hmm. it's destroyed so uh, definitely check that out for sure that's one tip i can pass on i Definitely agree. Um, I think maiden, like when you when you go to the field and you're ready to main your helicopter, I think max you should do is two to three flights, and then you land it, 
and you know, and then you bench it and you basically go over it. Make sure, especially if it's a nitro. Now, electrics, yeah. maybe not so much because they don't have as much vibration issues and things backing up. But, you know, unless you're like a hundred, like, I mean, unless you built like a thousand helicopters and you're just so militant about it almost, right? Like you're, you're so, I don't know, OCD about it that maybe you don't have to, but I think it's just a safe bet to just kind of go over it, make sure that nothing backed out, make sure your belts are still tensioned if they're if it's belted, make sure gear lashes are still good if it's geared, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Even if you are, like, building your 1,000th helicopter, you know, you, I, you still, I would definitely do that, man. After, like, a flight or two, you know, uh-huh. go over it. Bring it down, go over it a, f- a little bit. Because you never know, you know? Yeah. You never know, and it could not. It might not be anything you did. It might be something in the manufacturing, you know, too. That could. It, it's a chance that could happen. It's probably not going to happen, but definitely be safe than sorry, you know. Exactly right. We spend a lot of money on these things, and it would suck to go in on the maiden or like maybe five flights in. Let's say mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um. You know what. <laughs> Kevin kind of brought this up earlier, you know. It's like, I'm just going to hover, and then I start, you know, you know, kind of 3Ding it around. I mean, <laughs> that that's a joke. Like, I, I, I'm I, not going to just hover, but my mentality of, like, you know, Maiden is I want to make sure, you know, I think I mentioned doing pitch pumps, make sure the tail's holding, make sure the tail's not chattering too much, see what bank is actually, um, you know, I'll go through all the banks, Right, right off of just hovering, hover, bank one, bank two, bank three, come back, you know, and then do some pitch pumps in each bank to see how the tail's holding in each bank, and then I go, if like three usually in most of my helicopters, with the Neo and my setup, three is always going to be high. So I'll pitch pump, it'll, be, it'll, it'll bark back at me, you know, the tail um, chattering, and and then I'll go to bank two and I'll pitch pump. And like, can I fly it in bank two without the tail screaming at me? Yeah, okay. Then I'll start flying it. And, and I don't forward flight the heli first, which is weird, I think. Because I think most people would opt to sport fly and then go into 3D. I just, I flip yeah. it upside down and I start doing some known 3D maneuvers that I do. Oh, wow. Um, That's you different. Know. Yeah. Um, and... Once I do that for a little bit, and you know, because 3Ding for some reason, I don't know if it's just the way it is, but like if I f- fly like fast forward flight, I, I know I'm going to make at least, I know bank two and bank three are going to chatter. You know, they're going to in fast forward flight. Um, but in 3D, I can 3D it. I can kind of 3D a little, you know, if I do funnels, yeah, that might. Of course, push you know heavy on the tail and stuff, so it'll chatter. The gains are too high. Well, one thing I've learned about tail gains too, man, from doing the show and talking to people is that, uh, especially um, Paul Andrioli, was that uh, you know if you have a question about your tail gain, you know, fly sideways, do a sideways loop, see if it can yeah, handle put it. Put pressure on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, both both directions, nose in if you can. Also, mm-hmm. just work work with the the wind in your environment because you're going to be flying against it, you know, different ways. Yep. And adjust from there. Yeah. yeah. Which also, if you can do a tail down funnel too, that, that, that's a way to test it. 
I think. Yeah. You'll, you'll hear I it. think so too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know one rotation is better than the other, and I always get it mixed up for pushing on the tail. Well, anything right rudder. So if you're going an upright funnel, you'd be going clockwise. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, if you go like nose down clockwise, right rudder and really push it, that's yeah. a good maneuver to do it. Okay. Into the uh, wind. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You kind of got the maiden. Um, I kind of hinted at it tuning wise. Like what, in what order do you guys tune? Like, what do you tune first? Um, you know, what's your tuning process? For me, it's definitely the tail. I think I, I look at first only because if that gets out of control, mm-hmm. uh, it's going in for me, you know, I'm not Kyle doll. So yeah, that kind of look at that unless there's something else that's really obvious, like blade tracking right. or cyclic <laughs> bobble or something, something else. But most of the time, what's been obvious is it's been tail for me. Yeah. And I've only made in, like right out of the box made in only a few models. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned earlier, Steve, that you get the, the tail wag, you know, the fast oh. tail wag stuff i always start with a fairly conservative tail gain so i don't get that so then you do tune li- you pre-tune then well i have to default, right? i have to put something in the radio i just put it where i know it's oh, low enough right it's different yeah yeah for neil's is a bit different but yeah okay that makes so sense. why would you not go ahead and lower yours a little bit if you know it's gonna because that can damage your model if it gets if it's too bad or yeah. if it's a little bit loose, it's not really going to hurt anything. So, I mean, I just go because, like I said, I just want a baseline, and I know that the stock default is a baseline, right? right. Like, no matter what helicopter, as long as I pick the the representation size in the Neo, mm-hmm. right? Um, and this is very Neo-specific, so it's definitely going to be different than Icon or any of the Flybars, isn't it? But on the Neo, like, I think it's default, like, 70 or something. And... I know bank three is going to be high, but I don't want to lower it. And yeah, it could be sloppy, but it's easier for me to tune something. It's easier to know this is too much and dial it back than to like, this isn't enough. Do I need to dial it more or less? Like, you know, like I don't. So I always work from high to low. And, you know, I See, know it's I think that's it dangerous because you could, you could damage your, the model that way. You get from, that fast, fast wag. That's what tears up stuff. But that's but I that's why I don't forward flight. If I do a pitch pump yeah, or if I do like a half throw and it, or something. Right. Too. But then so I you, know. Backwards I'm talking about like any flight, forward or backwards flight. I'm talking okay. about like sport flying. I do three D because I can tell. Like if I do a half pyro and it's like, whoa, okay, I know that to tell. If you watch my maiden video, I do slow like one way is kind of slow mobius. Yeah. Um and you hear it and I'm like, oh tail, right? I don't push on the tail enough to wag like to the point it's gonna break anything or stress the system out. I do yeah. it enough like I could feel it like you know when the tail's gonna start wagging or I start hearing it and I could dial off of it. Right. See, I guess I go low to high. Yeah. Because I know just from experience I'll be somewhere between thirty and forty on the icon. On the icon. So yeah. I'll start at like thirty, so I know I won't have any problems, and then. I'll just start bumping it up till I get a wag and then back it off a little. I'm good. But I don't even really do that till I've got 
four to five, six flights on it. Wow. Okay. Because uh, I've found that everything works so much better if once you get the tail broke in. Mm-hmm. A lot of problems you try to tune out will just go away on their own after three or four flights. So as long as it's it's holding and it's not doing anything crazy, I don't try to get that last 10% till mm. I got it broken in. Nice. Yeah, that's a good call out. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like, especially like if you get a slow wag, you know, like if you're in a hover yeah, and it's wags. wagging back and forth an inch or something, that out. just yeah. ignore that because <laughs> mm-hmm. chances yeah. are it'll go away once it's broken in. Yeah. The only tuning I do, like, you know, because I start from the high end down, it's it's really the fast wag. It's, you know, when it's too much, it's overcompensating. So, um, yeah, you got to be careful with that. That can get you mm-hmm. in trouble quickly. Yeah. Especially if you have a torque tube. Hilly. Yeah, especially torque tubes and crown gears and things like that. Things that can strip easier, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so after the tail, or so, yeah, after the tail, what do you guys tune next? Do you do you start, you know, throwing up your rates? Do you start kind of messing up, like, your style, your feel of the heli? Um, you know, PID tuning stuff or any, anything like that? Yeah, I guess after the tail, you uh, let's see how would you do first i guess you'd have to get your rates and stuff kind of where you want them but i don't usually have to mess with those a whole lot so i don't usually have to do a whole lot of pid tuning either sometimes just a little bit of something but mm-hmm. not a whole lot now all this to be said my models probably aren't tuned to their maximum potential either right so take that for what it's worth yeah and and they don't have to be right. Like I don't think, I don't think it's every you know. I don't think as we as pilots need to tune the model for anyone else but us, like yourself. Right. You know, at your learning, like you know, for the maneuvers and how how much we push our helis will determine your gains that you need to set and the rates that you want to set and your you know your style and stuff. Um, there's no point like trying to get the maximum out of the actual model because that's not what you want to fly, right? Like that's not how your fingers and, and your hand-eye coordination and your brain, you know, can react. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so don't, don't feel bad. Like I, my rates are actually pretty low compared to, I would say most pilots that, that fly 3d, you know? Yeah. I definitely noticed when I went to Florida, this this last time and flew the logo uh-huh. 550 that the initial flight was super quick and i was like holy shit like i'm actually doing tiktoks like bop, 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 like really fast and i was like okay yeah, this is a little nice. too much for me <laughs> it was nice yeah in that respect but i i knew i to match what i've been flying i should tone it down a little bit so i was barely moving the sticks at all uh-huh. but uh the initial question that you had about what would you do next? I think what I do next is I'll check the feel on a on a punch out like inverted and upright just to uh-huh. see how that feels. And I'd like to check also like the feel of that going from upright to inverted because I know that uh my setup on the Oxy 5 and the, and the has been was a little different a little like I think I have more negative than positive pitch just slightly and it's just uh-huh. it's what i 
I accidentally discovered that made me feel more comfortable and I left it that way. But, and now this, this year flying that and the 690, 690s, obviously not like that because I've had that model for a longer amount of time. Yeah. Going back and forth really wasn't too bad. You know, I, I kind of got used to both of them, but, uh, I think that's what, what I would do next. Like just, and guys, you got to understand, like, I'm not the, I'm learning still, uh, a lot from, mm-hmm. from Andy, from Steve, from the, the shows that we've been doing about gearing and stuff like that. Just, um, I'm, I'm still learning a, a lot. So, I mean, that's, I, I do what I can do to, to see how it feels, you know? Yeah. Um, I would I would have to say like usually after the tail, um, I I do start turning up the rates and kind of really get the rates and the expo set for me. Um, yeah, and then I do a collective stops. I do collective stops to see if I can get the head to bobble or TikToks. Right. Um, I do those two maneuvers to see if I can get the head to bobble a little, and I try to tune the head uh, from there. Usually, it's if anything, it's you know maybe a couple of points. You know, on the high side, sometimes it's perfect. Sometimes I don't mess with it. You know, and then that's really it for me. I don't do much after that. <laughs> I just fly yeah. it. You know, I just keep flying it. Um, yeah, and I would recommend like talking about rates and gains and stuff uh-huh. um, for newer folks or maybe that haven't done a lot, ton of models and a lot of ton of tuning. Yeah. I would say start on the low end, work uh-huh. your way up. Because that'll keep you out of trouble. Yeah. Like if if the rates are low and the gains a, a little bit low, it's not going to cause you to crash it per se. No, it just gets slow and sloppy. If right, everything's yeah. super high and it yeah. it's high rate and then it starts oscillating and bobbling and going all crazy, then yeah. you, you could get in trouble. So yeah, for sure. I would start really on the low end and work your way up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. How about you, Ian? As far as uh, tail, you know, tail gains and everything, I mean, I, I kind of do like what Andy does is just start off low and then just kind of work my way up. Um, and then as far as, you know, anything uh, cyclic, um, I just pretty much go with, uh, you know, you know, the basic settings right there. I mean, and I've just left them, but here, you know, since I've been kind of, you know, expanding my skills a little bit, you know, that's probably something that's, you know, up for change as far as, you know, try to loosen up the model a little bit, you know, just get it to feel slightly more loose in the air, um, just to kind of oh, try to expand like my skills. Loose, and huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, what do know, you, it's just kind of speed it up. What you fly Neo Ian? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what setting would that be? The uh, paddle sim? A, yeah, which is style. Style. Uh, yeah, yeah. S- style. Cool. Uh, tuning is not exactly my strongest point. Because <laughs> most of my helis that I've, you know, that I've had that I've flown constantly, you know, it's just they've, you know, they've been tuned and I flew them for like, you know, two, three years. So... I mean, I never had to like go back to the drawing board with it hardly at all. It's like the Drake. Once I built it and it, it flew, it was done. You know, uh, that's all I do is fly it. Yeah, and I'm a firm believer, dude, that you should. This is just my opinion. You should not try to chase, 
your your troubles away through tuning like just i don't know unless it's unless it's an, a you know obvious but uh, i don't i don't think you should that's just for me like i i mean i had to i had the slow wag in the in the 550 when i had it in jersey and it got to a maybe it was like an inch so i was like well i'm just gonna fly it and i just flew it for a while uh-huh. um but uh I, I don't know just i mean you obviously know when something's major like majorly wrong with with the the model but uh i don't know i just i don't i don't chase the tuning that much well to to jump on what kevin's saying i would recommend especially on a new model that you're not super familiar with if you have a problem you need to make sure that you know for positive that it's not a mechanical issue before you start chasing your tail literally with the tune yeah you know if something's acting weird or something mm-hmm. you need to you know make sure you if you don't have a ton of experience and sometimes even if you do you need to make sure you don't have a mechanical problem you know a bearing installed incorrectly a thrust bearing you know put in backwards yeah. any any kind of little build error could show up as a problem in flight and you try to tune it out and you just you're just making things worse i couldn't agree more. I mean, with the uh, the whole thing that happened with my Drake and me finding the the bad extension, how I ended up finding it was I took the blades off, you know, both the main and tail, and just kind of spooled it up. You know, I was checking linkages, and then I just kind of noticed that as it was in like, you know, in bank two, I, I just kind of you know tugging on the the tail control rod, and it was just there was no resistance there it was just going and it's like okay it's dead that's when i just went ahead and took it apart tried a different uh uh servo extension and figured out that was the problem and but yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah and through troubleshooting like over the years on the job and just it's it's always like there's different layers to to networking and and uh what i deal with on a daily basis and man nine times out of ten it's the physical layer and and i think that for me i think i've found that in models too like you know if if you're having an an issue it's usually you know going to be like something like that like a servo extension or your push rods getting caught up somewhere yeah you know, when you, when you initially start out i mean i would go so far as to say if you're using a a popular fly barless unit a neo a brain spirit uh, bavarian demon and with the stock settings it's doing something really crazy then it's probably mechanical because they all fly pretty decent straight out of the box yes so i wouldn't start adjusting a bunch of settings because you've got a six inch tail wag or something you know what i mean yeah (laughs) right it's probably slow wag yeah yeah i mean or or anything a weird head bobble or a wobble or Mm -hmm. You know, that sometimes you can get that RPM specific oscillation and you could tune all day and you might, you might get it out, but you're just masking the problem. Right. Right. Uh Good way to put it. So you got to be careful about that. Yeah. So we kind of spoke about it, you know, after a couple of flights, I usually bench the model and just kind of go over it. Um, Do you guys actually do that or do you just put it away and fly it the next weekend and don't think twice? When, When I crash it, I look it over. (laughs) <laughs> like damn it that's screwed. that could be five flights or 500 you're right <laughs> i think i did do that 
on the larger models like the like the oxy three oxy four probably not i just mm-hmm. all right it's good i flew it all day and but on the larger stuff just because it's i don't want to say more intimidating but there is that factor to it too you know it's you, more dangerous yeah you want to be safe yeah yeah i would say don't do what i do do what kevin does Check yeah. it all over. <laughs> Check your your set screws on your tail hub. Um, your belt tension. Make sure that's not something wrong with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure your links are tight. Um, your the link the balls on your swatch plate. Yep. And uh, pitch arms. Well, even the servo arms. You know, make sure they're not coming loose. There's a lot of stuff to check, if, especially if you're not an experienced builder. Make sure yeah. you have the little screws in your servos holding the mm. servo horns yep. on. Yeah, that's so a good thing to check. Oh. I've done that, yes. man. I did that with a plane. <laughs> Anything else you guys do? Want to talk mm. about? I can probably just go ahead and you know say you know from what I've seen others do as far as uh, say after you know while you're I don't know, mating and your nitroing. I've seen Keith firsthand, like when he does his maiden you know, on on his nitro uh, protos, uh, he'll fly for like less than a minute, land it, check over everything, and then fly it again for like another minute or so, and then lands it, checks it. And probably for the first couple times, he was finding stuff that, you know, worked itself loose and everything. And of course, at that point, you know, just you know, back out whatever it is that's coming loose, you know, as far as screws and whatnot, you know, clean the screw down, relock, tights it, put it, you know, puts it back in. I was going to say, he's finding that much stuff. He does know about Loctite, right? Right. (laughs) Um, Nitros are bad about vibrations. I mean, mean, Loctite's everything, but, you know, something still works its way loose. And, you know, that's kind of, you know, kind of why definitely should you know, double check everything, you know, after, you know, a couple, you know, a couple flights, you know, especially with something that new. I'm glad you said pull the screw out and clean it and then apply some fresh Loctite because Andy yeah. would have jumped all over you if you didn't say clean it. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, is he cleaning them when he builds it to start with? Cause yeah, true. Oh yeah. He I, don't, does. I don't think I ever have screws come out. I mean, knock on wood, the whole model like probably that. fall apart tomorrow. <laughs> but you know, um, I'm not finding new screws every time, every minute though. That's sounds like a lot. Well, I guess with his previous luck, you know, something always tries to foul up on the, you know, whenever he tries to do a maiden. So that's just his way of, you know, double checking everything. I mean, I mean, look how many models he's crashed over the years. I, mean, I was say, maybe when they tell him to calm the hell down. I mean, he does <laughs> pop the heads off of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, one other th- note I just thought of on a new model that you're not familiar with. Um, I fly with the, the, uh, the battery, the milliamp hours consumed. Mm-hmm. But when I set up the alarm on the first one, I go very, very conservative. Um, just, I don't want to over-discharge the battery. Yeah. So I'll go, like, if I want to pull 3,200 milliamp hours or something, I might set it at 28 for that first flight or two and make sure I get the, the ESC 
uh, uh, shunt thing calibrated right and stuff. Always err on the the low side and then work my way up to to where I need to be. So if we had a timer, you know, if we had telemetry, not, yeah, if, I, if I, I don't mean a timer. Yeah, right. yeah. If you're going by a timer, you know, set it set it conservatively. You know, right. two and a, two and a half minutes, three minutes, or whatever, and then creep up on it as you charge them and make right. sure you're not over discharging. Yeah, it's exactly what I would do with in the plane in a plane's case, like a new plane. Mm-hmm. I would do that exactly. But in yep. Heli's case, like since I have UI sensor or something on it that I can get that information back, you know, you're saying like land at like thirty percent if I if I've set the battery up or whatever. Yeah, I, that's what I do because. Those things aren't always 100% accurate, especially in the hobby wing. You actually have to to uh, calibrate it with a, a, a bit of an offset. Uh, it depends on, like, the amp draw. So if, you know, say you've got a heli and it's the same ESC, but this heli's pulling 100 amps average, and the other one, just because it's lighter or whatever, it's pulling 50 amps average, the the um, thing may report two different readings, and like, uh, and you can calibrate that. You know, you can offset a percentage either way. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, go go conservative to start with, so you don't low voltage your pack accidentally, especially if it's a model yeah. you're not familiar with or a different size that you've not had before. Uh-huh. Different power setting, uh, power setup, you know, a different motor. Right. Yeah. That's good advice because a lot of times, uh, I know in my case, I'm getting new packs too, along with the Maiden. Like right. Like it's a new heli. I'm yeah, and you sure packs. don't want to over-discharge those. Right. Yeah. Good advice. Just make the first couple flights shorter than you think it needs to be and charge it. You know, you may put it on the charger and it only puts 50% back in. Okay, well, let's go longer next time. Mm-hmm. But if you put it on the charger and it you you think it should be fifty percent and it actually put uh you know seventy five percent back in it you're like oh yeah. shit yeah something's not you know I need to be careful whereas if you had set it to do seventy five or eighty percent to start with and it it was off then you you know you could have a hundred percent discharged your pack and that just not that it's going to kill it immediately, but it definitely shortens the life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great advice. Definitely shortens yeah. the life, yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. What about nitros? Made in nitros. You guys do anything different? Uh, does the engine need tuning, or is it yeah, already? Right, let's say new, new engine. Let's say new engine, for this example, at least, you know. Make sure you know where the set it, the needles need to be set so they're rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to burn it up on the first slot. No, no, twenty-one clicks lean. <laughs> no, not <for> your first, <laughs> first made it. <laughs> Make sure your muffler is attached. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those fall off a lot. Yeah, I would just say go super rich, mm-hmm. and then I mean you can immediately start leaning it up, but yeah, you don't want to to burn it up on the first flight. I'm not saying you have to fly it. It's super rich for a gallon of fuel or something, but that very first liftoff, you better make damn sure it's rich. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would say uh, don't do that maiden uh, by yourself if you can 
you know, avoid it. Get get one of your, you know, get somebody that flies nitros and can, you know, help you with it. Even if you, I guess, unless you're really comfortable with nitros. Uh, what if you don't have any friends? Um, you can call me, and uh, I'll talk to you. I'll be your friend for five ninety nine. But no, damn! I don't need a friend that bad. You know what I'm saying though? Like, uh, because I don't know, I don't know. I I feel more comfortable maidening a nitro with a friend, only because there's a lot going on. You know, you the starter and the the radio and yeah. Plus, you got somebody there to laugh at you when you screw it up. Well, and Mm -hmm. they might spot something. They might hear something too. You know. Uh, Yeah. If if. If you if you, yeah, can, if, you're, if you can get somebody, if you're new to Nitro, that's very important. Yeah, yeah. If you're not, it's especially if they have important. some experience with it with Nitro. Yeah, that's a good point too. Don't if you <laughs> if you bring <laughs> right? a friend and he doesn't know anything about Nitro, then that's not going to help you a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's smoking. It looks cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> Are you turning that smoke on and off? That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's really running fast now. Bring some plugs with you, for sure, man. Mm-hmm. On your maiden, you might file a plug. Bring your fuel jug with you. Don't forget that. Yeah. Bring your fuel. Steve. Bring your starter, Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Working starter. Bring your backup starter. Your backup fuel yeah. jug. Yep. Pocket full of glow plugs. You're all set. Yep. Ready for <laughs> success. Fire away. All right. All right. Shall we move it on then? Yeah, we can move it on. I think. Have we covered everything about maidening? <laughs> I think so. I guess. Yeah, I'd say yeah. In, in you know conclusion for for me what I what I look at is just the the feel of it, how it feels. You know, if it's if it's like doesn't feel good or or if it's like into. <laughs> Well, that, that didn't sound good, but if it doesn't doesn't feel right, <laughs> a little, little, little scary or intimidated, maybe, you know, just land it, fly something else, and figure out what you need to do. Just think about it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah, I agree. And, oh, yeah, I was just going to say, don't get in a hurry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was partially joking when I said I don't do shit, which I, I kind of don't, but I'm also, you know, a competent builder and have experience with that. If if you're new or only build a couple, you know, take your time, hover yep. for a minute and then land and double check everything. You know, there's no reason to be in a rush. Uh-huh. The worst thing you can do is build a model and then go out where you only have 10 minutes to maiden it before dark or some situation like yeah. that. And you're rushing. Uh-huh. That'll get you every time. And your wife's yeah. holding the video camera and you're yelling at the model yeah. and you're yelling and you're yelling. And then when it lands, you're stepping on it, and you're still yelling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take your time. Yeah. Don't put and yourself it, in a position to for failure. You know, don't, don't try to maiden it in an area that's you don't have enough room. You know, just there's a lot of stuff people will do when we're new and excited that really you shouldn't do. You know. Mm-hmm. And really, if there's something you're not sure about, you know, when it comes to the model, you know, 
don't be afraid to, you know, ask somebody at the field, you know, if, you know, if you're flying with some buddies, you know, just have a different set of eyes, take a look at things. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, or even on Facebook or something, right, I was you can say, post yeah. pictures or a video and say, this doesn't seem right. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. What Ian said happens so much at the field. It's, it's like commonplace. You don't even think about it. You know, people ask people all the time for like for help. Geez, I'm gonna see it like five, six times at the field every time I'm at the field, whether it's planes or helicopters or whatever. Mm hmm. Yeah. Ask Kevin, he'll be like, What are you asking me for? Leave me alone. <laughs> what are you asking me for, fool? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll point you in the direction of Mike D. He'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Cool. Talk about Mike D. Do you have a planker segment? I don't think we do. No planker. No planker this week. I think Mike's fired. But wait a minute. (laughs) 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 That's awesome. But we were going to play one from a while ago. Yeah. That was a little flashback. So, uh, let's play... Another episode of the Free Fall Planker News Field Reporter segment. I don't know, whatever this stupid thing's called. <laughs> hey everybody, it's TT the Magic Elf. Today on our show, Rainbows and Lollipops in the RC World, we have all kinds of wonderful things. We have warm and fuzzy updates on equipment and procedures, and we just can't wait to share that with all of you. I want to thank, a special thanks to Mike D, the Planker, and, and also the, the Freefall RC guys. What a wonderful bunch of people. And we're so excited to share all of our ideas with you wonderful RC people. Everybody's so wonderful. We just can't wait to share. Okay, so first we've got... What is this? What the I'm fuck? Sorry, what is this bullshit? Wait, Get this fucking bullshit right. This You cocksucker. Stupid I'm sorry. fucking cocksucker. I didn't mean it. I'm gonna take my foot and stick it right up your ass until it comes out of your throat, you stupid fucking Ooh. asshole. Take it from the planker. Once a week, the Freefall RC Podcast. Steve, Kevin, and Andy put on a great show. RC helicopters, RC airplanes, industry insiders, equipment reviews, and much, much more. You really ought to take some time and listen to the Freefall RC Podcast. And also, check out the planker segment. You'll like that, too. All right. We clear? Oh, great. Pass me a drink. Fucking free talk. Did their check clear? Great. Alright, well. Alright, who's got the weed? Give it here, man. Pass that shit over. (coughs) Oh, that's good. (coughs) Alright, ten more of these, we could do a planker episode. Once upon a time in Alaska was a girl named Reader. 
A sometimes pajama-wearing, <laughs> scuba-diving woman who often would reach Nirvana using bananas. She went on a trip to Nirvana on Delta Airlines. During the flight, she got diarrhea. Must have been from the pizza they gave her. The attendants gave her some bazooka gum and some soda. Then she was fine. After a stopover in Arizona, she finally got to her destination. Where at the gate she was met by her longtime teacher and sensei, Yoder. The Ender. <laughs> Hey Steve, it's your turn to be interviewed on the phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Got some questions about your uh, Kyle Stacy fixation. When when exact? When's the last time you contacted uh, Kyle Stacy? Probably about eleven thirty. And when you contact him, how long do you uh, how long do you keep at that? Two maybe three hours. Do you think your fascination with Kyle is uh, is healthy? Well, yeah, I do sort of. So when your friends uh, bust your <laughs> balls about this. Um, and give you some advice uh, on how you should handle it. What do you do? I didn't listen to that advice. Are you aware this is stalker behavior, Steve? Um, um, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> anything else you'd like to add? If, you, if there's anything else that you'd like us to know? My mind was getting confused too easily. Yeah. Call Stacy, call Stacy, call Stacy. <laughs> um. <laughs>
<laughs> and that's it. A classic. <laughs> that's a good one. Episode yeah. eleven. We'll have awesome, to. Man. We'll have to go through one maybe every week when the planker's not here. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Sure. Yeah. We should just play backwards. <laughs> <laughs> backwards order. Yeah, until we get to the first one. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. Let's move it on to news and announcements. Okay. News and announcements. All right. Cool. What Joe Nall week for 2021 is canceled. Damn it. Again. You'll never guess why. Uh, why? I don't know. Am I supposed to guess? It can't be COVID. Ah, uh, you won. What, are they holding it in China? Why is it COVID? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were okay if we were outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah, should be. But I, don't, I guess they're erring on the safe side. I mean, it is a lot of people. Dude, you know, if I want to err on the safe side, I'll wrap myself up in bubble wrap every morning. <laughs> they say the COVID-19 global pandemic is currently still affecting a large part of our nation. Medical professionals and statistics show that the current state of events is now worse in all 50 states than it was just six months ago. Out of an abundance of wisdom and caution, we decided to cancel the 2021 Jonal Week. I go on to so say, don't I'm, take it lightly and it sucks, but, you know, they're trying yeah. to do the right thing. <clears throat> trying to do the right thing, which, you know. That's freaking poppycock. Wait, so am I hearing that masks didn't do anything? And That's social distancing didn't do anything? No, I think masks <laughs> and social distancing work really well. But when half the population chooses to not wear a mask yes. and or not distance and be a bunch of assholes, then mm, that's where it goes. That's what happens. Ah. Listen, I don't want to roll the dice here, but I went to Florida for Christmas. I spent four days in Orlando at Universal Studios. I was wearing a mask, but there was sometimes where we weren't socially distant. And then I went to the Hard Rock Casino for New Year's, where it was a free-for-all. Some people were wearing a mask. Some people weren't. I flew down on a plane. I flew back on a plane. I went to see my son-in-law bowl, and nobody was wearing a mask at the bowling alley, and it was packed. Mm. Knock on wood. I didn't come back with COVID. So yeah. I don't know. You're lucky. I would have bet 20 bucks you would have caught it. I don't think... Uh, I think the chances of you getting it outside is... It, it's very, very, very minimal outside. That is true. Yeah. Especially with masks. I mean, it's very minimal. Yeah. Very, very minimal. I had a horrible thought this morning, actually, was uh, hopefully they don't keep this shit up until re-election of Joe Biden, which is like another four years. <laughs> oh, my God. But it could possibly happen. Yeah, hopefully not. Well, I still got I still got my high hopes in Kevinville. <laughs> and the bars open Friday, maybe Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sucks. They're just trying to be safe. You know, if they put this on and hundred people got sick, that would be yeah. bad on them. So, for sure. And if you've ever been to Joe Nau, you know that a lot of people there look like they're about a hundred and thirty-two years old. So, yeah, true. You know, that doesn't help either. Yeah. All right. Next news. 
Yeah. Our buddy Carrie Shirley has put together a gas helicopter support kit. Uh, some people were asking him to do this on Facebook, on in the group and stuff. So he did it. Uh, it's one hundred and twenty four ninety nine. It includes a clutch fan wrench, uh, the heat deflector for the Zenoa RC format engines, the gas fuel tank plumbing kit that he already had, a CNC piston stop, which you need to install your clutch, extendable spark plug wrench, JC Designs fuel vent spool, governor sensor mount, and a Zenoa flywheel air gap tool. Wow. Nice. That's pretty much everything you possibly need to get your gasser up and going, assuming you have the engine and the heli. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. You can find that at gaspoweredhelicopters.com, and it's gas-powered-helicopters. Cool. Next thing up, I think you put this in here, Kevin. Looks like we got a new Blade 230S model. Yeah. I saw this on our buddy Ethan Alters. Uh, he posted it on Facebook. Nice. I didn't see a link, so I couldn't officially copy it. Okay. Uh, so I just copied what he had wrote, uh, probably cut and pasted from whatever he got it from. But it's a Blade so, 230S Smart is what it's called. I don't know if I can have one of those because I'm dumb. Uh-huh. Well, this would make <laughs> you smart. Smarter. Oh, okay. Nice. It says takes the popular collective pitch trainer heli to the next level with better performance and accessibility right out of the box. Got the new G2 battery and charger. Is that the smart battery? Uh, I believe so. It yeah. has the telemetry and stuff. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah, right here. So, yeah, the next line. RPM and current data right on your screen with helpful automatic warnings. New flight controller allows for tunability right from the transmitter via forward nice. programming menu. That's friggin' sweet. Mm-hmm. The ready-to-fly includes a DXS transmitter with LED strip and warning indicating flight pack voltage. Hmm. And you can pre-order oh, it. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's really cool. That Even like their baseline. like Has a little LED right. battery indicator. Yeah. That's telemetry coming into that. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I went to Horizon, but I didn't see it on Horizon Hobby yet. Yeah, it's on pre-order. It. The the ready to fly okay. with safe is three twenty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Is there a bind and fly version? I'm that up now. Probably, if you have a, you know, a fairly new transmitter. Yes, two twenty nine ninety nine. Yep, two twenty nine. Wow. Isn't that the same price, same price it was before? Same price. Yeah. You get all the new features for the same price. I think it was yeah, so if you, 214 before. Yeah, it might have been. You're right. But close. that's so close, close, right? Yeah. So if you have a new, new-ish Spectrum radio, you can get the Bind and Fly for 229 I mean, that's... I still think this is maybe the best beginner heli available right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean it's not as capable as something like the M2. Yeah, but it's got it's, more beginner-friendly features. Yes, yes, I was gonna say it's definitely more less intimidating, right. and more approachable. Mm-hmm. Now that it has the the integration and the to, to, and the telemetry that makes it just that much better. It really does. It's a big difference there. Sweet. 
That's really cool. Very cool. All right. What do we got next? Is that it? That's oh. all we have? No. Speaking of small helicopters, I saw something go yeah. by in a flash on Facebook, and it was mm-hmm. Chris Rybert flashing me on Facebook. Whoa. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. You sure that wasn't in your DMs? Because I didn't see that. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't that think so. That was a private message for you, I, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. I don't know how to DM. <laughs> I don't want your D or your M in my Facebook feed. Um, but yeah, Chris, I, I made a note, mental note that Chris has a logo 200 that he's flown and yeah. got a review. Maybe I saw it on YouTube then and not nice. on Facebook. I thought I saw it on Facebook. He, he, uh, he posted that in our visitors post. Site. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So, uh, going to be interesting to hear his thoughts on that and he's probably going to come on the show pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Eventually to talk about things. Plank for things. Well, yeah, and we'll catch up with him and ask him a few questions about that. Yeah, sure. That'd be great. Yeah. I don't know. Did he have an Oxy 2? I don't think he had an Oxy 2. I know he had a 3. Yeah, I know he had 3s and he's worked on 3s. Maybe he's worked on some 2s, like for, you know, club yeah. friends and stuff, I think. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Cool. Nice. It'd be interesting to hear his take on that. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that it? That's it. As far as we got. I believe that is it. All right. What's next for you in the hobby? Uh, what's next for you, Andy? Get this camper ready for RCHO. Pack all my crap. Oh, I forgot to say I started working on the XL Power this week, last week. What? Yeah. Nice. Clean it's, all the dirt out it of wasn't it. A, oh my God. It's such a pain in the ass. It wasn't <laughs> yeah, a bad crash. The There's not a lot of stuff broke. There's freaking mud everywhere. I just started taking it completely apart. I would just That's the only way it. I'm going to get it clean. It's, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's, I'm strip it buried out and rebuild I was it. sitting here thinking, should I just buy a new kit? Yeah, like, right. Like, I know there's only like, you know, $70 of damage. It's going to take me 500 hours to clean it. Yeah. Just to so. take your electronics out, take all your berries yeah. out, just zip that whole thing in a parts cleaner bit. Um, yeah, probably what I need to do. I was going to say I, car wash. Yeah. yeah, I started working on it. Like, I had already took cleaned it a lot. Took a you know took it main the main stuff apart took the boom off and the head off and all that stuff, but still uh, there's just so much shit everywhere. I'm the, I worked on it for a while and I just got aggravated. It's like fuck this thing, making me mad. Don't crash in a mud puddle if you can help it, guys. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> sounds like sound device to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know more stuff would have broke if it hit hard ground somewhere, but. It'd have been easier to fix, I think. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> than to clean. I don't know. I hate cleaning. So I might try to get that thing going. I actually don't think I have the parts I need, so I might not even worry about it. Um, it's not like I'm going to fly when I'm there anyway to chill out. I got my Oxy 5, and I got the caster and the Proto, so yeah, I probably won't even worry about this. Yeah. You'll probably take a couple pulls on the Oxy 5. Yeah, I'll probably fly it three or four times and that's about it knowing me (laughs) that's crazy the last time your camper was moved was the last chill out that's correct wow has not moved wow a whole year yep whole year 
and to think well, how much has changed in that whole year. I went to, what did I say I went to? Like 13 events last year, 11. Something 13, like that, yeah, a lot. Uh-huh. I don't know, a shitload. Yeah. I went to one last year. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm getting so Sucks. depressed doing this podcast. Are you? Are you? You going <laughs> to jump out the window? I might need emotional support. I wish I knew somebody to help you out with that. I might find the answer in the bottom of a vodka bottle. <laughs> that's oh, never, yeah. that's, that, the bottle never holds the answer, Kevin. That's true. That's true, kids. The bottle never holds mm-hmm. the answer. <laughs> but it does make searching a little bit fun. <laughs> Sorry, kids. You might you might forget the problem. Yeah. Drink responsibly. Stay in your house. Uh-huh. Because I don't want to see your drunk ass out in the street. Yeah, drink responsibly. Don't spill it. Yep. <laughs> Go from your kitchen to your couch. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that's it for me. I'll probably fly some more. At this point, I'm trying, like, now i got to be careful so I don't crash because that always sucks if you crash the week before an event. Oh, yeah. But I'll still yeah. try to get a couple flights in. Cool. And, but mostly get the camper ready, load all my shit in there and everything. What about you, Kevin? More shoveling? I'm going to sim Friday night, and it's supposed to snow again Tuesday. Yeah. So I'll probably Damn. be shoveling yeah. again. I'm not sure where I'm going to put it. The shit's getting so high over here. I don't in know. Your neighbor's yard. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. Just shovel it over by him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to sim, and uh, I'm going to wish you guys uh, have a great time at the chill out. We're going to miss you. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, when, when, now, this is this, this weekend coming up. No, 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 following the following weekend. I think I'm actually on call again. I just got off call what? and they rotated the schedule. Work? Well, every year they rotate a little bit. So the uh-huh. same person isn't doing Christmas again, you know, stuff like that. But I think I'm off and then I'm back on again next week. So I probably wouldn't have been able to go anyways. Wow. Uh, I'm not sure, though, because I haven't even looked at it. I've been too busy shoveling. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's it for me. I don't want to get any more depressed. Mm. What about you, Steve? Or Ian? What do you want to do? Who wants to go next? Oh, I'll go ahead and go. Um, okay. Friday night, going to be on uh, Discord, as always. Um, work on some more of uh, some hovering uh, orientations, and then uh, uh, finish working on... Uh, <laughs> uh doing half bureaus um and then uh continue uh slowly packing for rcho um i i just got a couple things that i'm waiting to come in the mail um and then i'd say i'm pretty well packed as far as uh going to rcho and then uh and then probably do some more tinkering on the shuttle you know since i've got this uh os 37 coming in so i'm gonna have to pull what i have in the shuttle out and just kind of switch everything over onto the new motor, new motor and install it um that's pretty much gonna be it for me okay all right did i mention i bought a rc car you did no what'd you get i bought a a truggy 
I've never had a Trulli before. I've never had an 8-scale before either. So I figured I kind of wanted an 8-scale Nitro to just mess around with the kids. Um, the kids are starting to get into RC cars again. I know Chloe. Chloe's always kind of been interested in it, so I'm trying to feed that a little. And I'm trying to get Hunter into it too, so he took my old little beater. What I don't know. It's like an Amp MT or some, some uh, ECX or Horizon Hobby car that I have. And so I figured I, I need another car, and I want a Nitro because Nitros are awesome, right? Like they sound cool. Yeah. So, um, I bought an RC. What is this? A Team Associated RC Eight T three point one Team Kit. It's a it's a little bit old. It's like one generation old, and I kind of I got it on a good deal from A Main Hobbies. Um, like. Nice. $500 for like a seven or $800 um, RC car. Um, God, these things are expensive. I mean, helis are expensive for sure. I just never thought RC cars would really be that you expensive. Got a set, it's seven, $800 for an eighth scale? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's, That's but like this a small one. Was on one. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Isn't it? No, no. Eighth scale or, is, is larger than... Tenth and uh, yeah, eight skills usually. Fifth, but I thought fifth was the big ones. Yeah, fifth, fifth is, is the big, the big ones. ones, but they're all gassers, and I don't want another gas. Oh, I had okay. a fifth scale. I had a fifth scale um, HPI, whatever that one is called, Baja. Yeah, I had one, okay. but I sold. I sold yeah, that to yeah. um, Gator. Like I, I think just, I was thinking of the tenth scales, the like kind of smallish ones, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so this is, is just a little bit bigger, you know. Okay, yeah, okay. These are, these are good size, man. I've seen a few of these in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're a decent size. Yeah. It's about 22 inches long. They got some weight to them. Whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah. And a little bit over, a little bit under 15 inch wide wheelbase. So, so yeah, dude, what kind know. of nitro do you put in this thing? Is it even close to what you're running a helicopter or is it like I mean, 15%? I know it's 30%. Oh, really? And that's all I know about it. Like, I don't know if I can use 30% heli fuel. I, I don't think so. Um, Why not? I'm, the uh-huh. heli fuel just has more oil, but probably be fine. Yeah, I mean, if I can run it, I'll I'll try it. If not, I was just going to go to my local um, Hobby Town USA and pick up a a quart of a it or, for sixty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but a jug will probably last me forever because you know I'm going to run this once or twice and then sit on the shelf with the rest of my RC, you know, car stuff. So yeah, um, but yeah. I'm interested in building this thing and setting up a, a nitro car. Uh, I've had ready to run nitro cars before, but I've, I've never had one that I like, had to build as a kid and kind of put together. So I'm very excited about it. That's pretty cool. Now, how do these things they start with the wand with like a starting wand? No, they're usually pull start or they have like the flywheel that kind of pokes through the bottom that you can use on one of them box starters. Okay. That like you just push the the card down onto it and it like starts it up or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So I know the only one I've actually seen up close is uh, the guy in Kenville had one, uh, mm-hmm. and it still had. Were, were you there, Steve? Were we looking at that? Uh, I saw that one he had, and that had a pull start on it, but that was an yeah. older model. That was pretty old. I, I I remember that, but he also had like an RC10 that was pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> like he had some old stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I got that and, you know, the motor and muffler combo. I don't know which one I got, but uh, something that was kind of cheap. I just wanted to get something cheap to start with and just kind of mess around and bash. 
Um, I did pick up some servos, some Protec servos from A-Main. Figure, let me give those a try for this. Cool. See how it goes. So you're going to bring it to RCHO so we can build a big giant ramp, try to jump it all the way across the field. <laughs> try to jump it over a helicopter. Jump over yeah. the heli hovering <laughs> over yeah, the Yeah, let's fire do that. Pit, dude. That's for I'll hover. Over. I'll hover your heli inverted, and then you jump over it. heli with my car. But you got to hover the heli over the fire pit, (laughs) Over the fire pit, though. And it jumps over the I can do that. Yeah. I'll hover your 580 over the fire pit, and then you jump (laughs) everything with the car. It'll be epic. Yeah, it'll be so epic. (laughs) Now, I got my slash 4x4 for that. I don't want to mess this thing up right away. (laughs) So, But, yeah, I'm going to be building an RC car. Um, I got to get ready for the chill out. It's, you know, it's not this weekend that, the, that this episode is coming up, but it'll be the following weekend. And I still haven't fully rebuilt that, um, crash blade 450X, the combat bird. So yeah, I'm going to have to get that going. I think I need a spindle for it and I don't have any spindles in the parts boxes that I have. So, mm. uh, and I just ordered shit from Amy I could have probably looked that up here. But, um, yeah, so I'll hopefully get that part in time, and then I can fix it up and, and get it ready. If not, though, I've thought about it. I might have to put up my Oxy 3 or Oxy 4. I mean, yeah. they're just sitting on the Do shelf, that. so. Yeah. yeah. Do those. Uh, yeah, possibly the Oxy 3. Um, oh, I have boy. a spare airframe. It's for called Oxy 450 3. Combat. Yeah. yeah. It's good enough. <laughs> it identifies as a 450. Right. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now when, it, now, when it comes to your uh, RC car, like once you get it finished, how do you plan on mating that? Mm. Full throttle rip. Just send it. No, I don't know. Probably try to break <laughs> the motor. He's going <laughs> to break the motor. He's going to start it, and he's going to pick up the transmitter. And then he's going to go restart it, and he's going to pick up the transmitter, and he's probably going to start it again, and he might get it to move. So that's usually how those car engines work. Yep. Or I'll start it and hold the the throttle full throttle and hold the back up. <laughs> you know, just hold yeah. it up and then just drop it. Right. Drop and it, it and it'll, it'll, it'll just let it go. Yeah, and then it'll fling rocks in your face. It's fine. I'll be standing up by then. Sorry, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> hey kid hold this up for me while i start it when it scares you enough drop it yeah. <laughs> uh, all right uh okay is that it let's move to listener pipeline listener pipeline we got a few yeah, boy. got a bunch messages over the pipeline and not blow your guys eardrums out you know what grinds my gears? Not having a planker stick. Tell the planker to get off his ass and back in the studio. Have fun, guys. Bye. <laughs> All right, Steve. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Pass that along. <laughs> we will. I heard that planker get off your ass. Yep. Yes, get back in the studio. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the next one. Great podcast. Thanks for all the information. Um, we'll uh, definitely have to buy a helicopter and try to figure it out. And um, RC Plane Lab, that's Tom and Ron. Thank you. Tom and Ron. Tom and Ron. Thank that's you. Right. Awesome. Tom and Ron with you in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> the local weather. 
Got a, local weather on the Got a lot of snow today. It's a bit chilly outside. Traffic every five and three between. Uh, all right. So I don't know who that was, though. Who was that? No, they didn't give her their name. Oh, but thank you. Yeah, yeah thanks. Thank you. you really should give your name when you leave a message, guys. Just saying. Okay. Uh, here's the next one. So, yeah. Hi. Remember me? Mm-hmm. Was he a space shuttle? Where's my nitro fuel, so. boy? Hopefully. I want that full, full fuel. Does that he even fly nitro anymore? Boy. No. Mm-hmm. And all you people guys, you're wondering why I'm asking about that? Ian, do the honors and explain. That is all. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> I even already bought your nitro, dude. Uh, it's hard to be funny. It's hard to be funny when you're in this space shuttle doing the space <laughs> shot. <laughs> uh, leaving Earth's atmosphere. It's a little tricky. I think okay. he heard people talking about GameStop going to the moon. He's like, well, I'm going to go up there and get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, here's the next one. Oh, and another thing, Free Fall. I got some news for you. So today, as the show airs, Friday night, I will no longer hold the nickname of Laggy because I just switched uh, cell phone carriers. Oh, yeah. I got four bars, boys. Woo. So I am not, not going to be lagging tonight. Oh, yeah. I am going to be crystal clear. Oh, yeah. Kool-Aid, man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it gets good reception in the upper atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. You're high Um, enough. And I just wanted to add, Shaggy, (laughs) MCI went out of business in the 90s. So (laughs) you might have a better, or you might have switched carriers, but. It's not going to help you. Sorry, buddy. But that means he's going to be clear on Friday. Oh. Yeah. That's going to be scary. I'm going to be busy. <laughs> on Friday. I'll have to heat my finger on the mute button. You know what you should do? <laughs> uh, Andy, you should get some kind of noise that's like, and just every time he talks, we <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, shit. Poor Shaggy. <laughs> uh, we love you, Shaggy. All right, here's the next one. And no, <laughs> I am not on crack. Or meth. Or any other than a narcotic. I'm just that excited. Wow. Okay. Roll the freaking window <laughs> up next time you call. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Gray Eagle has uh, power windows in his spaceship. Yeah. All right, here's the last one. And God help us. Okay, in a serious topic, though, uh, I do want to mention one thing. So, well, first off, the last episode you guys did, uh, 261, uh, good job, guys. Uh, that was an awesome episode. I love the fact that you had some snippets from RCHN in there. Great touch. Uh, having Kevin McGrady on there. Uh, honestly, didn't expect that. Kevin, no, no, um, uh, no dis- you know, disrespect or anything. That was, I, I enjoyed him being on there. Great. 
freaky episode. Uh, episode 19 of RCHN, uh, Dan actually explained the history, the start of RCHN. So I know you guys were mentioning about that. Uh, episode 90 is the episode where they explain the whole story, the whole background of RCHN from version 1 to version 2. So that is the episode to check out if you want to know everything from the start and every other cast member uh, from the beginning all the way up to what led to be the four main guys, including Sage, because he came in the last, you know, the last month or so. Anyway, good job, guys. You did a good one. I like All right. Thank you heard right. from Shaggy. Go check out episode 90 if you want to hear yeah. the, the history. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Shaggy and Steve and the other guy for calling in, leaving us a voicemail. Tom and Ron. Tom and Ron. Yeah. Awesome. All right. That's it. That's it. Yes, it's time to wrap it up. Okay. Time to wrap it up. All right. Facebook likes. We are at 1,345. It, it sounds like we've been always around this number. Like, we have three new likes. Okay. But I feel like. We were at like 1,346 the other day or something like that. So I don't even know where our likes are going these days. But let's uh, read off some names here. Okay, we have Hiddle Thacker, uh, Rowdy Nymira, and Sherry Nichols. All right. All right. Thanks, Rowdy nice. and Sherry. Yeah, and Hiddle. Hiddle's actually my club. Uh, it's a club member. Oh, I recognize that name. Yeah, cool. I think it's if it's the same Hiddle. <laughs> well, how many yeah. Hiddles do you know? That's all I was gonna say. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> I know one, but I don't know if that's a common name or not in certain regions of the world. You know? Why do you not know your club member's last name? That's what I'm wondering about. Because I never asked. Do you go to every club member and say, "Hey, I'm Steve Young," and I, you know, do you, I don't know. I never. Yes, of course. Them. Okay. Don't you know that, Steve? You gotta, you gotta realize you moved to the South, dude. That's how they identify each other. I'm Andy Ross of the Tennessee, North Carolina Rosses. That's, <laughs> that's how they do it down there, dude. Yeah, I yep. guess I gotta learn. Clan <laughs> Ross. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, Facebook comments. We got a few. Yeah. On the last episode. 261, okay. tribute to RCHN, as Shaggy was saying. Uh, Gray Eagle Jr. said, before even egg hatched, flashbacks for historicals. And Eric Bonfig said, anyone know if there's a place to get the old RCHN episodes? And somebody from Freefall oh, answered Andy. them. Oh, that was me. Yep. You could tell because it says AR at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Ah, Andy Ross, I didn't get that far. It says, Eric, if you have Apple, you can get them here. Otherwise, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. AR. And you drop the link to version 2.0. Eric said, bummer. How about those with a real phone? <laughs> I don't know what he means. Other than, is there a real phone other than an iPhone? Unfortunately. Jitterbug? Jitterbug. Jitterbug. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Track phone. Blackberry. I think that Blackberry went out of business. Eric also said it. I'd like to find one of those later episodes where Dan was really down and it felt like he was talking directly to me. I wrote him and he was quite long email about how I felt and he was in the same boat 
the next episode, he talked about a lot of people emailing him about the same thing. It was really special. And what kept me listening to Heli Podcast since. Oh, awesome, Eric. Yeah, that's a good story. Nice. I like that. AR also answered Eric saying iTunes on your PC. At this point, I'm just guessing. But that was a good guess because I'm sure if he's anti-iPhone, he's anti-Mac and probably does have a PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck Bull said that guy that did their webpage archived them yeah. and posted yeah. a uh, link to rchn.org. Sorry, Andy. What were you going to say? Nothing. That. rchn.org. And Eric said, thanks, Chuck. Awesome. And let's see, what else did we get? We got a couple of videos of Steve maidening the raw, uh-huh. which was good. Uh, good flying, good flying, Steve. And our favorite memer, Ian Joel, posted this from freaking cracks me up, man. It's uh, uh-huh. Steve Carell from The Office laughing his uh-huh. ass off, saying me listening to RCHN while door dashing and the dick jokes drop. He's driving, and then there's another picture of him driving again crying and me when i think about no more new episodes uh-huh. that's it man in a nutshell and steve you posted a time-lapse video of your you build building the raw so awesome yep. yeah and that's everything cool. how about visitor posts how about them visitor posts yeah how are they how are they doing today i don't know <laughs> all right uh let's see chris Ryberg. Another Willy Nilly's plane coming to life. This one should be a blast to rip. Love how bright it came out. And looks like a Der Flüger 250. <laughs> yeah, which one is but, uh, this now? Is this the like the triangular shaped one or the sh- really short based one? It's like the short fuselage, big wing, and like the, it has like that kind of German round mesh, um, yeah. soccer kind of type of tail. Yep, but like the tail's like right at the end of the wing. <laughs> yeah, he posted yeah, on the trailing edge. He sent me a few pictures of this complete, and uh, mm-hmm. man, he's got like six or seven. He said no, so I asked him how many he has. Yeah, yeah. Imagine the Willie Neely's guy when he puts the order together. It's like this Rybert guy again. God, he must not be able to fly. He orders a kid every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, he got like one, two, three, four, five, six, I see on his wall here from the picture he posted. Nice. Der Flüger. Cool. And then he posted, uh, let's see, a YouTube video for his Mikado Logo 200 unboxing, overview, and first flight. Talking about maidens. Yeah. And then Chris got a pretty gnarly beard going on, man. Got that winter beard going on. So Awesome. Yeah, check it out. It's on Chris Ryber's YouTube channel. Okay. And cool. And, dude, before we move on, I got one last thing to say about the meme that was posted. Uh, Ian also said, what's your favorite RCHN episode? Uh-huh. And Darren, who I forgot, was also our favorite Canadian, is uh, was on Discord Friday night and hanging out with us. Uh, good to talk to him as usual. Yep. He wrote, I think Justin Pucci gluing his finger to the inside of his nose has to be one of the greatest stories ever told on that show. It was awesome. You just can't make that Mm -hmm. stuff up. And Ross Cooper Smith said, absolutely. Between the story and Nick's reaction, it was epic. I nearly crashed the damn car as he told that. I was literally crying with laughter (laughs) 
while driving down the motorway. Great bunch of guys. Uh-huh. I learned a lot about helicopters, and some of those episodes were just hilarious. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that was my experience listening to that as well, laughing my ass off. And, Steve, you answered Ross and said, uh, yeah, I still remember busting out laughing on the commuter train. Yeah. I never had so many folks looking at me like, what the F? Because yeah. <laughs> they're all trying to sleep, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, you're laughing your ass off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Ross Cooper Smith said, uh, episode 108 of RCHN, it's the one nobody ever forgets. Yep. Awesome. Okay. I wanted to cover that. Didn't want to leave Darren and Ross out. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Uh, website comments. I don't know. Did we get any comments? We actually did. I what? forwarded it to. I forwarded yeah, it to. We got call page. a couple comments. Awesome. So that one's actually it. Actually, is a website comment. The website. Email actually goes to my my email, and I forward it. So that actually is a true website comment. Like they had to go to our website to contact us through that to get that. So awesome. Okay. Um, Me to go well, through them. Yeah, go for it. Eddie. Sure. Uh, first up, Steve Hawks uh, sent us an email, and it's the subject line. It says "WWD bastards." And if you listen to RCHN, you know WWD is warm weather dicks. Yep. It says, hi, gents. So on Thursday night, while listening to episode 262, I think he meant 261, I was on my open cab tractor plowing 10 inches of snow in negative 20 degrees Celsius, which is negative four Fahrenheit temps. Don't even know what the wind chill factor was. And your asses were discussing flying? Unfathomable. I was cursing you warm weather dicks while freezing my ass off. And you think Darren Wines, the Canadian, is living in a cold weather area. Ha, you have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> Had to say that to express my jealousy slash discontent, as well as my thanks to you guys for the weekly podcasts. Much enjoyed. For the past year, I've been listening to every episode, starting with the new episodes. And, and then between releases, I listen from the beginning. He has only 40 to go. Wow. Cheers and happy nice. flying, Steve Hawks, Grand Prairie, yes. Alberta, Canada. Alberta, Canada. Nice. And he's got a picture of the week's forecast. He's got negative 18 Fahrenheit, <sighs> negative 20, negative 24, negative 20. Jeez Louise, that's cold as hell. Yeah. And he replied to that and says, oh, it. It even got worse since the first email. Ugh. And here he's got conditions negative 48 degrees Fahrenheit with a wind chill of negative 65. Oh, my gosh. You don't I mean, want the heat blasting. I don't think my house would be able to stay heated. What the hell? Negative 65. That's a cold you would remember. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. Sure, you're in Canada and not Alaska. <laughs> he lives in Antarctica. Or Antarctica, yeah. Sure, you're in Canada and oh not on the surface gosh. of the moon. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cold. It gets yeah. ten degrees here, man, and uh, you know my pipes are having problems. Not my personal pipes, but 
the pipes in the house. <laughs> those two. Well, those, those have been having problems for years. But, no, dude, it's for other reasons. freaking, yeah, I can't imagine. Well, I know that uh, the home construction uh, up there, they use two by sixes. Uh, two by sixes? Hell, I think they use two by twelves. Two by twelves <laughs> for wall construction. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How can this this house is a uh, twelve hundred square feet? How can it cost six hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> the two by twelve construction. Uh huh. Damn, that's insane, man. R three hundred. R three hundred. R three thousand. Yeah. I mean, you can heat it with a candle, but damn, it's expensive to build. Yeah. yeah. Wow, uh, that gosh. is crazy. Yeah, that's code. That's All right, we don't know code, code then. Dude, sure. I yeah, feel so suck. much better. Yes, we don't know that code. <laughs> I feel so much better about shoveling four feet of snow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. All right, you'll never guess who emailed us on the next one. We finally got one from Javier Moreno. Oh, oh really? the return of Javier. Nice. He says, Steve's raw maiden video. <laughs> Hi there. (laughs) Quick comments. I could not comment on the YouTube video itself because the default option now when you upload videos is that it's made for kids, so it turns off the comments. Well, it was Steve, so it probably was made for kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's my commentary, by the way. He also, he writes, also the video went black on my iPhone right after the first time the raw was on the air. I've seen this before due to the video format. I was able to see it when I projected it to my TV via Google Chromecast. Other than that, nice little video and cool pictures. Looking forward to more videos when tuning is complete. Currently halfway through the RCHN tribute episode. Great stuff as always. Cheers, Javier. All right. Thanks. Good good to hear from Javier again. Yeah, definitely. Uh Yeah. I was kind of afraid he, you know, maybe fell in a frozen lake or something. Hadn't heard from him months. Yeah. Right. All right. We have a message from Rick Maddox. This was sent to the website. Yep. Subject says, Andy does math. <laughs> Holy crap. Andy put, <laughs> put on one heck of a show about gears. I never put that much thought into it. Now I see why my helis fly like crap. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. I I do appreciate that. I'm glad you enjoyed the episode. Yeah. Andy, you did a great job, Mm -hmm. Andy. Yeah, fantastic job. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, Rick. And uh, that's it for website comments. Okay. Okay. Let's move it on to People of Podbean. Oh, People of Podbean. I saw one thing since last week, and it was 10 minutes ago. Great Eagle Jr. started following us. Nice. Thanks, Greg Eagle Jr. Well, it says I started following you, so hopefully I'm, I just look behind me just to make sure. <laughs> I just did it again. Uh-huh. I uh, would, yeah, I would keep looking that way if I were you. Yeah, uh, but that's it. That's all I saw as far as comments and liked stuff. Oh, you do the comments, Steve. Uh-huh. Okay. Five days ago, Gray Good Jr. Forward slash, forward slash, whack, whack, forward slash, S-A-B, forward slash, R-A-W, forward slash, send it that S-H. So he just gave a path. So, I mean, in programming, like, or in computers, it's, he just gave a, 
a path to something, to a script, <laughs> to okay. a bash script. A path to his outside basement. Mm-hmm. To run a bash script, saying send it dot sh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Uh, let's see here. TM title back one day ago says episode forty one. <laughs> I'll read this first, and then I'll. I'll... I'll give some context. Uh, lots of great info on cameras and taking video. I've used DS, DL, DSLRs for a while, but I'm new to GoPro, so the rule of one-thirds is going to be really helpful. I don't even have to look this episode up. Mm-hmm. But I, I bet it was a Bill Ann. Mm-hmm. Bill Ann. Um, yep. <laughs> so he, why he's prefacing episodes 41? Because... This is Tim Tideback. He's he's a club member. He's um one of the guys that I fly with, you know, weekly these days. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've been reading, you know, because he's he started from episode zero right, and right. running upwards. So he has, yeah, you know, I think he's caught a couple of new episodes, but he hasn't listened to all of our new episodes. So you know, I was like, yeah, I was reading your comments. And he's like, wait, you read the comments on the show? I'm like, yeah, read the the, the poppy comments on the show, and you know, and we're like. We don't know what episode you're talking about because it's just on my phone, and I showed him my phone. You know what? How I look at it, and it just says your name, you know what time, and then it just it says Free Forty Podcast. It shows the episode that he's commenting on. Yeah. In the website, it does not on the. No, phone. on the phone it does. My phone it does. Not on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll send you exactly what I see, but. Anyways, I you know I was like I don't see what I don't know what episode you're talking about. So you know, so now he's starting to write the episode numbers in front. All right, so let's see. And I think this is his uh, his his partner, girlfriend, wife. I'm not sure what, what they are. But uh, uh, sure, Nichols73 says, Really interesting listening to Gina Tucker. I'm a beginner pilot flying a Gowie X3 first build with the help of Tim Tiderback. Amazing instructor and pilot. Enjoy listening to your show. Awesome. awesome. Thanks, show. That was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. Gina's uh, a great, a great person in the hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure is. Okay, uh, let's see. TM title back one day goes says episode forty two. I was really impressed with the uh, with this episode. There aren't a lot of female pilots in the hobby, so it was neat to hear her story. Hopefully, she's still into flying. And I think that's the episode um, Sherry's talking about too, right? The, yeah, uh, Gina Tucker. Gina? Yep. Yeah, and she is awesome. Uh, one day ago. TM title back says episode 43. <laughs> they were talking about uh, FLIR cameras, FLIR, FLIR cameras, size and resolution. Flash forward to 2019, and I have a Lepton terminal, a thermal camera built in into my phone, Caterpillar S61. Uh, hopefully, they have advanced the rescue stuff a lot by now. Guess I'll have to see if uh, you have any other Air Bears episodes. Ah, that was the. Um, yeah, it was Scott Zimmerman. Yep. Scott Zimmerman, yep. Okay. 13 hours ago, Grey Eagle Jr. says, Heart feelings? Total historical bartender your fly is opening? <laughs> Stand that shaft appreciation? Nope. Touch that V control timer vibrate few minutes later mouse click bait. I, I don't understand that, but replying to that one, Grey Eagle Jr. 13 hours ago says, Pressed entering early too quickly, mistaken for all thumbs, no pinching. Those are ticks. 
Okay. Memories of positive, funny huddle, cuddle talk of machete machines, rotors on the Warbird documentary. Roman Candle, your skid bump. In the name of TikTok, a greatness scuttle your bubble. And I just started doing some words in all capital. So I figured I, I should like emphasize those a little bit more. You have to yell those. Yeah. <laughs> Press entering every two quickly. <laughs> Mistake you for all the thumbs. Uh, right? Never mind. Like, that's <laughs> annoying. Yeah. That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you asked for a shoot. I know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was for our poppy comments. Uh, all right. iTunes review. Do we even have to? Do I even have to announce this? Do we have any we ha- iTunes review? We have an iTunes review. Holy! Oh shit! I fell off my chair. Now I can't find it. I see two iTunes reviews. Holy! <laughs> <laughs> God, I fell off my chair again. Stop! Oh shit! We have uh, no, one, uh, no wonder it's yeah, so we cold got outside. At least two. I thought we had one from Satender, but it's gone now. So maybe that was an old one. February one. It says, "Enjoy the show." This is from. Oh, Steve Hess. Ah. I really enjoy the podcast. It has refueled my interest in helis after a three-year break. Looking forward to warmer weather to get out and beat the air into submission. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Thanks, Steve. He's a guy local to me, friend. Awesome. Dude, Uh, our our job is done. I can't believe someone, right? Just that. That's great. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Dan Listener says, Free Our Skies. Says great podcast, loved episode two fifty nine through two sixty one. Loved episodes two fifty nine through two sixty one. I guess the rest he didn't love. Yeah, it's okay. great listening to RC helicopter podcasts that talk about RC helicopters. Thanks, Dan, the listener. Nice, that's awesome. Thank you. Both five stars. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate that. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Do we talk about RC helicopters? What's that? It's, what? He said it's great listening to RC helicopter podcast that talks about RC helicopters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's so many RC helicopter podcasts that don't talk about helicopters. <laughs> He's glad that we do. Okay. Well, there's some, you know, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to go there. All right. Jeez. <laughs> All I was going to do is bring up Iron Man 2 and the episode we talked about movies. Mm, that was it. That was the one. But that wasn't in between two two fifty nine and two sixty one. So yeah, I'm safe. I'm We're all safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm actually happy to say it. So drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review on the next episode. <laughs> Email us at freefarc at gmail dot com. Like us on Facebook, Facebook dot com slash freefarc podcast. Check out our webpage freefarc podcast dot show. Say hi to Chris. Hey Chris. Hi Chris. Hi Chris. Flight Test Forums, Off the Field, Audio and Video Production, Other than Flight Test Podcast, Free Forcey Podcast. Say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Hilda Flyer. Hey, Dave. Hi, David Hill. Hey, Dave. Okay, fellow podcasters, we have the Heliheads Podcast. The Heliheads, Kevin, Dan, Chris, and Mike Sobey. Chris. Yeah, I'm like, who, Chris? They got a new host? Chris? I, I know I had I mean, Scott. Yeah, down an episode. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> I just say shit. I don't even hear what I say. Thank God you guys are around. 
<laughs> All right, let's see. Telerotor podcast. That's um, the Mike, uh, another Mike, uh, and a Rich, and a Robert. Good episode about PWM. I highly suggest listening to it. Yeah, well, it was pretty good. You can get your dwell on, your pulse mm-hmm. width modulation, mm-hmm. your highs and lows. Mm-hmm. All happening. And then totally mess up your helicopter. The way it flies now. <laughs> uh, that's great. Let's see. BKRC podcast. That's with Bert and Kyle. Mm-hmm. RC Roundtable. That's with Chris, Lee, Terry, Fitz. I don't know where Chris <laughs> is coming from. I don't know. RC After Hours. That's with Andre. And Chris. And Chris. <laughs> High voltage. <laughs> with Bobby Watts. That's it. No Chris. Okay. All right. No Chris on that one. Okay. <laughs> Skids up. Skids up is with Frank, uh, Javier, and Paul. Okay. Inverted down under. That's with Ozzy Mozzie and Jeff. Mm-hmm. Park Flyer Podcast. I'm going to try and do this. That's with uh, two mics and a J. I wouldn't know if you're right or wrong. <laughs> uh, Steve Who Lomberg did he? would let me know. Yes. He's right. Yeah, okay. Awesome. Houdini RC Heli Podcast. That's with Richard Spiegel and Kenny Sierra, I think. I don't yes. know what's going on with that this week. No, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, RC Plane Lab. Ron and Tom in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Steve, for that. And and also, make sure you check out our friend Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Check him out. Does he still have a YouTube channel? I haven't seen anything oh, no. new lately. I, no. I might have to Google that. I have to go to YouTube and see what my friend Bill Ann has been doing. Uh-huh. I don't know if I have time for that. <laughs> I don't know if I got time for that. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. You got <laughs> drinks to drink. Uh huh. Yeah. Drinks to drink, work to bitch about. Mm hmm. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I was thinking about just um, calling the hospital like Friday morning saying, just just to be certain, I don't have COVID, but I might, you might want to save some spot, a, a little area for me Friday night. <laughs> I might need a ride. <laughs> this is the worst show I've ever done. People are going to think I'm. A, <laughs> I'm freaking alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm going to be thinking if I spill my drink. Oh, shit. I spilled my martini. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. Is it bad when you have to get uh, plastic martini glasses because you break them? Uh, Yes, that's bad. Is that that a sign? Uh, Okay. Maybe. Possibly, yeah. All right. What about running around the house naked in the snow? Is no, that no you're good normal? there. That's, that's okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's well, perfectly normal, yeah. I don't have mm-hmm. to drink to do that. I just do that. No, no, on that's a normal. Basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, thanks to our listeners. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
this isn't the first episode somebody listens to. They're going to be like, this Kevin guy. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're funny. I don't know what you're complaining about. Is there a billion two still? Let's see. No. Officially, no. Bill and yeah. Ann, too. Yeah, there's that. There's Bill <coughs> and Ann. What the hell is this? The dragons have come again? Oh, this is creepy. What is that? That is creepy. What the fuck? Strobe light on. Oof. I don't, I don't think I should be watching that. <laughs> I think police are going to show up at my door. Here, yeah, we need some music that. for that. Okay. There we go. We can mix that together. <laughs> that shit goes together. <laughs> Gucci and Scott shaving sheep with their 700. There's one thing for sure. There's a lot of weird shit on the internet. Yeah. Seriously, this is a little disturbing. Wow. That's dumb. Oh, shit. So, how, but I, dude, I just called you just to, I don't know, call you. That's cool. I didn't add anybody. Yeah, fuck them. Let's just, you and I do the show. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So how about that WandaVision? WandaVision. Yeah, Speaking we'll talk that, about man, that. Put some, uh, put some music in the background for WandaVision. Yeah, there we go. Dude, I it's, dig it. uh, it's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, I'm getting into it now. I, I didn't really like the first couple. 
just because I don't like that sitcom-y shit. But now I'm fully into it. Like, what the fuck is going on? What's she doing? You're fully vested? Yeah, I'm vested now. I mean, I, I knew I would, so I'd stick with it. I was just like, sitcom from the 50s? Nah, it's not for me. I'm too young. I didn't grow up watching Honeymooners and well, I kind of like grew that. up watching Honeymooners. I was trying to think of another example. Well, I, I actually liked that. I thought it was pretty, like, spot on to the 50s. Oh, like, yeah. Sitcoms, and it was yeah. pretty funny. And I was getting into it, and then it's it's funny how it snaps you 180 degrees. Yeah. Like when, how am I uh, sounding, by the way? You sound okay. Okay. I just did some, some settings over here on my compressor and stuff. Man, I think I got a, a microphone set up. I really like this one I got, but it's kind of expensive. Steve got the Rode Pod Mic, and I got the Rode Procaster. Okay. Because, I mean, you know, I got to be better than Steve. Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah. You can't be, you can't not be better than Steve. No. Even if when you are better than Steve, he doesn't let you forget that you're not better than Steve. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, shit. I can't. How the <laughs> frig do I add him? Maybe when he gets something wrong or something, I'll just... <laughs> yeah, just wait and throw it in. Yeah, I'll just not say anything and just throw it in. I'll lose his shit. <laughs> you want me to do it? Let me see what happens. You gotta add the call. You ready? I'm doing it. Oh, I did it. I th- oh. Yeah, I did it. We should now, both now add it. Cool. No. Later. <laughs> <laughs>